All right, everybody. Welcome back to Fat Stacks. Uh, boys, it's been a weekend, all right? Many of you guys saw the clip of Aaron yesterday, um, had the under, and I uh, appreciate you guys Why? watching this video. Most, most views by a long shot on any of our videos. We had over 10,000 people watch that video on Instagram. Um, and that's, that's not, I saw Garrett look at me. That's not a joke. That wasn't, that wasn't a bit 10,000 people. All right. Um, so I appreciate you guys. Be sure to follow those Instagram, Twitter at fat sex picks. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, just want to hit, hit that real quick because we're trying to build this thing, man. We're just grinding. We're up here. We're, we're recording two episodes in a day and we're just grinding for you guys. All right. We're doing the research. We're doing the stuff we need to do uh, to be a program. All right. To be a real good program. All right, so um, anyway, let's get to the NFL slate, guys. So what we're going to do every single week, I've been in the lab. I've been thinking of more creative things to do to differentiate ourselves from all the other freaking crumb bum podcast. All right, and what we're going to do is there's nothing that gets the audiences flowing than a list. All right, and so we're doing a top five list every single week of the best teams in the NFL that we think top five. We're going to go through it. We're going to discuss it. We might yell at each other. Not might. We're going to yell at each other about it, and we'll go over it. So whoever wants to go first for top five can go ahead. Get hey, it. really quick. Did you uh, did you say crumb bum? I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Crumb bum. I like it. I like that. I like it. I like that all one. right. All right. We're, we're going NFL top five, right? Here. Yep. All right. Well. I think my list is pretty secure. I'm going uh, Bills one, Chiefs two, Chargers three, Buccaneers four, Rams five. I mean, all some solid teams overall. I don't try quite trust Miami up there, so that that's my top five: Bills, Chargers, Ch- I mean, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Bucks, Rams. Well, it takes a man to know that to admit that he's wrong. And that's what I'm doing here. I've got the Dolphins at number five on my list. Uh, that offense, I think I was talking to Aaron uh, yesterday. You know, we talk about that comeback. They haven't had an offense in my lifetime that would be able to come back against the Ravens like we saw on Sunday. This is the most exciting offense and one of the only functional offenses from the Dolphins we've seen since Dan Marino. So this is big. So if you're a Dolphins fan, you got to be excited about it. And the defense looks fine, too. Um, but Tua leads the league in passing yards. Uh, number four, I'll sorry, go quicker. Number four, Packers. They're one and one. You can. There's some disagreements here, but we got to remember Aaron Rodgers. He showed us why he's one of the best ever. Lazard is back. They're going to start flowing. Look for the Packers to win 12 or 13 games. Uh, the Buccaneers at number three. They're two and zero. Oh, they look great. The defense. They've only allowed 13 points uh, through the first two weeks, so that's huge. Uh, the Chiefs at number two. The offense has 71 points. They look great. They haven't uh, missed a beat without Tyreek. And then number one has to be the Bills. Just two dominant wins on primetime television. And Josh Allen looks um, awesome. He looks awesome. Aaron, you good to go or you want me to go? I'm good. Um, I'll just run through them. Um, I think what, – what was your number three, Fisher? I had the Bucks. Okay. Um, so, I have um, at number five the Eagles – um, I really like what they're, what they're showing us. Um, Jalen hurts, you know, he was, I understand he's young, but he's on the hot seat. Like this was the make or break year for him. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of people are seeing what he can do on the ground. 
Um, he is slinging the rock. Uh, A.J. Brown's a great uh, addition to that. Um, I'll speed through them. So I have Eagles five, Bucks four, Chargers three, Chiefs two, Bills one. I think we have a consensus one and two. So I don't know why you're shaking your head for Gary about Jalen Hurts. He had like 250 passing yards. No, no, I was shaking my head at the fact that I, he said he was on the hot seat. I, I didn't agree. He with was that. on the hot seat. I think he was. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I mean, you have Gardner Minshew backing you up, and we don't think Philadelphia – I mean, Philadelphia is not going to be bad enough to have a top-tier quarterback next year. So, I, I don't think you're going to see him move. So, I mean, it's, it's not like they're going to go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, so, I'll just go I mean, through it, it, it. Let me just say, it's Philadelphia. You're always on the hot seat. Always. always, always. That's true. That's Doug true. Peterson I'll always Doug Peterson won him a championship in 2019, and he's gone. All right. That is Carson true. Wentz, or not Carson Wentz. Yeah, well, Carson Wentz. And the that's true. Hey, you know what? You're right. You're right, Pep. You're right. I, I retract my statement. Good. Anyway. All right. Number five, the Dolphins. I mean, we've seen it. Jalen Waddle maybe had the best touchdown celebration uh, dance of all time. Just the Waddle there. Tyreek Hill showing him that he don't need Patrick Mahomes. Um, number four is the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the offense hadn't looked great. Like Fisher say the defense looks pretty, pretty amazing. So, um, Todd Bowles just moved into that head coaching spot. Nothing's really changed with the defense or elite, you know, one top five, top three defenses in the league. Um, number three is going to surprise you guys. I got the Eagles at number three. Um, I'm really, really high on the Eagles. I have, I have a ticket plus 1400 for them to win the NFC. I'm high on the Eagles. All right. Um, so I like Jalen Hurts, what they're doing. Miles Sanders, they got, they kind of got a running back committee, but Miles Sanders is usually their RB1. Um, got a good run game. Um, they displayed last week that they can also pass the ball. Um, Jalen, you know, bootlegging out, doing different things, passing the ball to his receivers, Devontae Smith. And and everybody talks about A.J. Brown, but let's not forget about the Heisman winner, Devontae Smith. I mean, when the Heisman has a wide receiver, you got to be pretty, pretty good. All right. Pretty, pretty top tier wide receiver. So he's going to be stepping up and, and I like them. And then two and one Chiefs Bills. I mean, you just can't, can't. Can't really dispute that. Bills are Bills are uh, pretty good. I'm not, I mean, I, I don't. They both both be, sides of the ball. Here's the thing. They might be the, the best team that I've seen in the first two weeks in a, in a long, long time. In a long, long time. And I mean, talking about just coming out and dominating the way they, they have. I, I think it was – I think I just saw the stats today. Eight straight regular season games that they've won by double digits. Yep. I mean – what in the world is going on? I mean, they got they got to perform in the postseason. That's that's their chip on their shoulder this year because we all know that Josh Allen's great. We all know the team's great, but the the playoffs is where it hits. So, any, anybody got anything else? Anybody want to talk about anybody's top five, or we can just I, teams, but... I think it's all pretty reasonable. I think all of ours are pretty reasonable. I mean, no, it's so early. That... Yeah, like man, week ten, we'll be yeah. sitting here for thirty minutes screaming at each other because yeah. of what's going on. But it's so early, you know, about to be week three. We'll get more in a rhythm of, you know, I think the same teams will be in there. But I'm going to tell you something right now. The Packers are never going to be in my top five ever. I think, like, like like you said, the only, like, two outliers, I think, between all of ours that only one was in one was my Rams. Because I think the Rams are – I mean, I still think the Rams are going to be top five at some point in this year. Like, you know, I mean, Sean McVay is too right good. Now. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying overall, I think at the end of the year, you're going to see, see the Rams as the top five. And uh, then – this is just how I'm looking at it. And then obviously Fisher's Packers. That that's the only that'd be the only one that you question, but it's hard to question with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So I think it's all pretty solid. 
Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's talk about the games, guys. We've got a few games we're going to talk about here, really discuss in depth, and then we're going to rip through some. Um, Thursday night, Amazon Prime, um, Al Michaels and Kurt Herbstreet. Man, they did a good job. Just side note, they did a real good job. All right. They got paid for a reason. They're the best in the game. They did a real good job. All right. Uh, Al, my, I know you, I know you're not a big Kurt Herbstreet fan, Fisher, but Al Michaels is the best in the game right now. I I agree with that. I, I'll agree with that. The only thing I hate is that it's on Amazon Prime. Let's just be honest. I hate it's not on a regular right. open invite. I don't care from California, wherever. Open an invite at my house. I got Amazon Prime Thursday night. All right, the boys will be. That's for everyone. That for everyone. If but if you're a creep, I'll, you'll be escorted out real quick. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, Thursday night. Steelers at Browns. Browns minus four and a half. Total is 38 and a half. Here is the thing. Will here's the question of the day. Will the Browns have a comeback game after last week? Absolutely. They have to. You have to bounce back. You it was an ugly, ugly showing. If Nick Chubb does not run the touchdown in that last possession and said, you know, just goes down, they kneel the game out. However, hey, let's cool it on that talk. All right. There's a minute and 30 seconds left. I understand. 10 times out of 10, I want my running back to score there to go up. I, I understand. And we might have different opinions on that, Tyler, but I still think if you need that ball down, because there was only one time out on the other side, it, you run the clock almost all the way out and kick a field goal. You're up by 10 with like 20 seconds was the max time left. I'm taking those odds better than what you gave but he got gave whenever he ran it in. That's just my opinion. But I I I, uh, I like the Browns in this one for sure. I don't I don't trust the Steelers very much. That that offense sucks. Trubisky's a shell of himself so far this year. A shell of Mitch Trubisky. That's me saying that. But I I like the Browns in this one minus four and a half. Yeah, I uh, man, the Steelers have to find a way. You know, look. Najee Harris is he injured? I Am I he might, here. He was he was for I don't know if he's healthy playing, but he was injured for a bit. Got to got to find a way to get him involved because Trubisky, neither Trubisky or Brissett have 400 passing yards through two games, so the passing's not there. I love the Browns to bounce back. This is a must-win for them. The Steelers they're not expecting to do anything, but like we talked about in the offseason. There's a lot of hype with the Browns. The pressure's on them. They need this game. It's at home against the Steelers. The Steelers won both matchups last year. We'll see if Cleveland can ride the ship. Najee actually, uh, he was he had a lingering foot issue going to last week, but nothing major. But I'm agreeing with Fisher on that one. They have to get the, they either have to get the ball of Najee or Deontay. Those two guys have to run the ship for him. So this I think might be the last game. For Mitch Trubisky, if he plays bad, you have a decent receiving core and a stud in the backfield. Okay, it's unacceptable to go twenty-one for thirty-three with one hundred and fifty passing yards with that that offense. So I think Kenny Pickett. I think after this game, he might be running the show. So uh, a lot of pressure on Mitch this week. I think Browns cover my score and a half. Yeah, I think we're on because this year, I think Browns, uh, 
four and a half. I like the over two. It's just such a low number. I like the over. Um, I don't know. I here, here's the thing. You're talking about Brissett not having that many passing yards. He doesn't have to have that many passing yards because Chubb and Hunt are so good. Um, but uh, and here's the thing. And and honestly, the Browns just got like a free week last week because every other team in the AFC North lost. Um, so every other team's one and one or zero and two. So. Um, I mean, they got a free week, um, loving their chances still in the division. Um, and uh, and they just got to – and honestly, like you're talking about a team that is pissed off because they should be 2-0 and and probably 3-0 after this game. And and they're, they got to they gotta come in and smack them in the mouth, especially at home after that disastrous loss at home against the Jets. Anyway, I uh, – Let's go on to the next game. I, I got over in Cleveland, just so everybody knows. And then let's go to the next game that we're going to talk about. And this this is not as flashy of a game that you think, but it's an in-division game, and the line screams an underdog. The dogs are barking. Hungry, hungry dogs run faster. Lions at Vikings, minus six Vikings, 53-and-a-half. Dan Campbell might win this game outright by himself. Yeah. Screw Kirk Cousins, okay? <laughs> I'm hammering. Hey hammering Lions money line in this game. I'm not, hey, I'm not even going to spread. I'm going money line. Have, have we – this This is a sports betting podcast, so we also always have to talk about Kirk Cousins on primetime. That's the number one rule in the life is do not bet Kirk Cousins on primetime games. That man does not win them. Let's just be honest. Uh, the Lions actually moved to plus five and a half in the short time that we've been on this podcast because it just <laughs> – um, that's wow. how much it's scary. That's how much – the people are scared that the Lions are going to win in this. I, I love the Lions plus five and a half in this. Uh, like you said, Dan Campbell's a dog. Uh, Jared Goff hasn't been terrible this year. Let's just be honest. He's been, I mean, he's not been terrible this year. And he has Armand St. Brown, uh, Raw, St. Brown can play. And there's, there's your offense with DeAndre Swift. And I trust the Detroit Lions defense to play good enough to win. So, uh, Although the Vikings are, have a lot of firepower, it's I love Jeff uh, Jay Jettas and Dalvin Cook, but I, I don't trust Kirk Cousins every week. I'll put it that way. Fish. I'm usually against the Vikings, but I'm rolling with them this week. Kevin O'Connell might be the answer to some of the Vikings' problems. And we talked about this earlier. He, offensive coach, which is what they needed, Coming off that Super Bowl win with the Rams, he was the OC there. Mike Zimmer was a defensive coach. They've got the personnel on defense to be just fine. They need emphasis on offense. This is a scoring league. This is 2022, not 1985 with the Bears. With defense, you know, defense still matters, but you need to score the ball in this league. And uh, I think he's going to be the answer. I think the Vikings are going to – they surprised a lot of people. They surprised me this year. They looked bad on Monday, but I love them to win this game. And I love them to maybe win 10 or 11 games uh, this year. Kirk Cousins, he'll be – he's good enough to win you those games now with an offensive-minded coach. No, I agree. I I agree about the – I agree about – in general about what you're saying about the Vikings. I do not agree about this week, though. Lions are covering. They might win outright. And the thing that none of us have talked about that I'm about to point out, Heisman finalist last year, Aiden Hutchison, number two overall pick. All right, had three sacks last game. All right, he's coming out, 
and he's saying he's ready to play. All right, he's ready to roll, and he's just – he's. I feel like he's getting in more of a rhythm every single game. Preseason games, training camp, you watch Hard Knocks, he just kept getting more of a rhythm. He's showing his quickness. He's showing his power, um, and that's a guy – that can can be a game changer. You know, I'm talking about game changing defensive ends or de- game changing pass rushers. He can be one of them. Um, so that that's that's another thing to point out. Kirk Cousins may have maybe on the ground because of Aiden Hutchinson all day. Um, because I, I think if he doesn't get any sacks, I think he's going to be in his face all day. Um, so um, anyway, but I, I like I like the lines here. Um, don't love it that it's on the road because the Vikings do play well on the road. They score a lot of points on the road. Um, if you look at this, and I, I was watching something today, and this is something to point out, the Vikings historically do not play well outdoors. Um, they play well in a dome with the fast track because they play in a dome with fast track. All right, Garrett. Okay, Garrett. He's hey, Pimp, don't hate on the stats, man. That's true. I mean, look it up. It's true. I believe you. That's true. All right, anything else on that game, boys? I was, no, was going to mention that Aiden Hutchison thing um, last podcast, but forgot. The other thing, another rookie on that team, Malcolm Rodriguez, he had eight tackles. So there's a lot of exciting pieces, uh, new pieces on this Lions defense. That Building the program. They're right. They're, yeah. They're building the program. All right. Trust Dan. Love, love Dan Campbell, man. I love him so much. He might not be excellent in those guys, but he's a Jimmy and Joe's guy. All right. He gets locked <laughs> fired up and he gets them going. All right. And so anyway, let's go on to the next game. This is this is a tricky spot for me. So I got Bills minus five and a half at Miami Dolphins, Solos 53 and a half. I'm gonna start with this one. Then we'll go around the horn. Here, here is where I'm at with the Bills. All right. I'm either I'm betting the bills or I'm staying away because it's going to, I'm going to, I mean, that's the two options. So no, I think there's another option where you bet the dolphins, but if I bet the dolphins and the bills beat them by freaking 20, I'm be shooting myself in the foot saying, dang, I should have bet the bills. Um, So here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to hit the over. All right. Because I just, I do not, I think the dolphins are good. I think they're very good. I think the Bills are probably the best team in the league right at this moment. Um, but I, I like the over a lot here. And and uh, I, I don't I don't want to pick a side because I think the Dolphins can hang around. Um, Tyler mentioned earlier that they've won like however many games in a row by 10 points, right? I think that's, that was the number. It was like eight in a row. And this is the thing. I'm going to hit it until it doesn't hit. I mean, there's some stuff you just hit until it doesn't hit. And that's one of them, and they've made me money so far this year. So I'm, I'm going to hit until it doesn't hit. That's just how I am. I'm taking Buffalo Bills minus five and a half, but I do like the over in this one also. I mean, although Bills' defense is electric, this Miami offense can score, we all know, and this Bills team can score. And two teams that can score generally put up high point totals. So just be honest. There you go. That's There's your uh, Garrett Prozai's insight for the day. Fish. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough to bet against the Bills right now, but the Dolphins, like I said, they look so good. Um, everyone's getting involved. I mean, Cedric Wilson, you even you don't discount him as a wide receiver three. And then you got Mike Gusecki, who I think is the middle of the road tight end. Uh, he's only gotten targeted five times for the first two weeks. So 
you you start to get some of these, uh, you know, the secondary backing away from him and focusing on Waddle and Hill, he's going to be wide open. And uh, they could just get so many guys involved on this offense. But, um, as, you know, I love the over. I don't even know what it is, but I love the over. We saw the Dolphins just rack up points last game. And I think that's the best play. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best game of the week. Most exciting game of the week. Um, I will probably go over. Um, your, your boy's been on a cold streak. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. Your boy's been on a cold streak. So um, I have them in a parlay money line, Buffalo Bills. So just to play that safe, I have them in a parlay money line. Yeah. But if I was to make a separate bet, like a single bet, it'd be over 53 and a half. But two electric offenses, uh, two decent defenses. I mean, it's going to be a good ball game. Uh, this is this could be Tua's coming out party. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, he's had a first two, a good first two weeks. But if he puts up the numbers he did last time, like last game, which I called the two touchdowns against yeah. the Bills. Yeah, I mean, everyone's gonna be jumping on that bandwagon. Like everyone. I'm gonna tell you something right now. They beat the Bills. And Tua plays well, he'll be a front runner for MVP. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Seriously. And the, people are talking about him like playing terrible. Like the, people are talking about him being one of the worst, like a bottom half quarterback in the league. Do you see the video of them flipping Tua? Like the the video flipping him to make him right handed. He actually naturally is right handed. His dad made. Yeah, him- but but they flipped the video to show what it would look like if he's right-handed, and it is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Yeah. And he is just slinging it. Yeah, he's got a so beautiful – he just gets a knock for being left-handed, but – He gets a I mean, he, beautiful – it looks stroke. good. He's got a real good stroke, real good. Yeah. And so, look, man, this, he's starting to show flashes of what he was at Alabama. And and that hip injury, I think, really set him back. And Fisher will know. I mean, it's a br- brutal injury um, against Mississippi State. But um, – but uh, – I mean, it's one of those things that he's starting to kind of come back a little bit and get back in the rhythm of things. I know it's been a few years, but that hip injury is pretty brutal. And Bo Jackson had the same exact injury and ended his career. So, I mean, he uh, he's coming back a little bit, coming on. And uh, I think I think this is the game of the week. This should be another primetime game, but you don't want to put the Bills three weeks in a row in a primetime game. So, <laughs> I mean, I was I was cold on the Dolphins. Aaron, he was cold last week. Me and Aaron, we have just been ice cold in more ways than one the last bad. week. But bad. look. <laughs> look it's so bad. We're turning the puppy around this weekend. Turning around. We're getting hot. We're getting hot. Week three. Hey, all, all I got to say is this man Hemp goes, I'm cold, and then says he's putting out a parlay. I respect it. But that's not generally parlay. how it works. It is a $1 parlay. You guys sling it. That's generally how it works. You guys sling it's it. Not, it's good. It's a good parlay. Like that's good. I just I was just laughing at that. You know what, Aaron? I bet it is a good parlay. Anyway. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate that. Next game. Rams at Cardinals. Rams minus three and a half. Over under 49 and a half. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Last week had a piss in your mouth game. This is a piss in your mouth game. Cooper Cup's going to piss in Kyler Murray's mouth. Goodness. Rams minus three and a half all day, all, all day, day. and the over, and the over. 
I, I like the over on that too, but I, I, I think the steady play is the Rams minus three and a half. I mean, the Rams aren't going to let them hang around like the Raiders did. And Kyler can't do what he did last week, every week. I mean, he looked terrible in the first half, pretty phenomenal in the second, but we figured out that this Raiders uh, secondary is not as good as what we all thought. And you're going, they're going up against Jalen Ramsey this week. And that Rams front seven is still not bad. So I, I think the I think the Rams minus three and a half is a pretty solid bet here, even though they got backdoored last week against the Falcons. Yeah, Rams 0-2 against the spread to start the year. Still not sure what exactly this Rams team is. You know, we, we, we thought they would be as consistent as they were last year coming off that Super Bowl, but just haven't looked as good. Van Jefferson, he's still week to week. That's a big piece. I know he's not your most flashy guy, but you bring him into the lineup, and that's just one more guy they got to worry about. We talked about Allen Robinson not getting enough touches, you know, so that's going to be a big piece if he can play this week and if he'll be healthy, but uh, I just just got to stay away from this game. I'm staying away. I do have the Rams in the parlay money line minus 194. Nice. I like that. I like that. I, I think I like I like the money line a lot, but I, I think this spread is pretty solid also for the Rams side. All right. Last Sunday game we're gonna talk about. Last Sunday game we're gonna talk about Packers at Bucks, Bucks minus two, over under is 41 and a half. Go ahead. I'm gonna think about it. Packers at Bucks. I gotta go look at the go ahead. I, I got listen. Because... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, Fisher obviously had these guys three and four, I believe, on his list. Um, this Tampa Bay front seven and well, well, this Tampa Bay defense is just really good. Let's just be honest. I mean, they've held teams to low scoring numbers both weeks. Um, I think you're going to see Tom Brady go back to the Tom Brady of old. This week, maybe. I mean, we've we've heard all the rumors about what that is. I know Tyler's shaking his head, but I, I think Tampa Bay minus one and a half is pretty solid here. I do like the Packers. I think they're going to be a lot better. But Rogers still has does not have any relation with these younger receivers, and he's going to have to have a, at least have trust in to throw in at least to one of them. Uh, and Lazard's still been questionable as to playing. So it's pretty much Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon on that offense. It seems like it right now that he has to pass to, and they're both running backs. So I, I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus one half, even though Mike Williams, I mean, Mike Evans is out. Uh, there's a chance Godwin's back this week. If Godwin comes back, I really like that one. Uh, but I, I still think minus one and a half is pretty solid for Buccaneers this week. Yeah, I'm taking the Buccaneers. And if you're a Packers fan and you lose this game, don't panic because you've got the Giants coming up. You've got some other, you know, not very – I mean, the Giants are 2-0, and so I guess – and they might go 3-0. But Packers should be the Giants. They're going to be just fine. I think they'll win 12 or 13 games. But when you look at the Buccaneers, what they have on offense, I mean, Devin White was just all over the field last game. They had 11 tackles. There's just so many big names, Pro Bowl names on that defense. And we know that when you give Tom Brady an elite defense, he's going to go out there and he'll probably win another Super Bowl. You know, when he had that 10-year gap where he didn't win a Super Bowl, it was because his defenses weren't top five. You know, they were mediocre. But when you give him that great defense, he's, he's taking you to the house. So I love the Buccaneers, minus one and a half. And, uh, you know, Tom only had 190 passing yards 
last week. I don't see him doing that back-to-back weeks. I think he's going to have a field day. Yeah. Uh, two storylines in this game, in my opinion. It's uh, is this the end of Rodgers versus Brady, you know, and um, who's healthy? If Julio Jones is back, if Chris Godwin's back, uh, I feel like they had someone else out. Who was it? Well, Evans is week because of suspension after I know, last Evans, week. Evans is out, but there's out another wide receiver. Um, I don't know. But there was another wide receiver for Buccaneers. And for Packers, Lazard, if he did not look very good. <laughs> he didn't look healthy that last he week. He doesn't so, look healthy. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, go-to wide receiver this year with Devontae gone. And Buccaneers, they, I mean, they just got to have a healthy receiving court for Tom Brady. So, uh, whoever's healthy, I'm going to, I'm, I might take, uh, I'm leaning Tampa Bay minus one and a half. I don't know if I have them in my parlay, though. <clears throat> nope. I stayed away from it. So, hey guys, I got Packers minus one and a half or plus one. Plus. Excuse me. Here's going to be the difference in this game. We've talked about it. At length, we talked about Tom Brady's offensive line issues. We talked about guys being hurt. We talked about this. We talked about that. Preston Smith and Rashad Gary are going to be in his kitchen all day. All right. And and that's going to cause some mistakes. And then on the back end, you got Jair Alexander back there, one of the best corners of the league um, back there. I think Aaron Rodgers in the offense is going to be fine. Um, and I think they're going to be fine, good enough to, you know, at least hanging around. Um, you know, maybe be in like a field goal situation to win it or something. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think I think if you if you're I think if gun to head, I say Packers plus one and a half because just because of the defense and and you know the Packers offensive line for some reason always give Aaron Rodgers like 15 seconds every pass. I don't know how they do it, but like it seems like they always have good offensive line no matter who's in there. Um, uh, Royce Newman. Pretty good right guard from Nashville, Illinois, local guy. So I had to shout him out real quick. I think we shouted him out about five times now. Come on the show, all right? And so, and uh, but anyway, the only thing that I think is a big factor in this game is that it's at Tampa Bay. Like if it was at Green yeah. Bay, I probably wouldn't have Packers, even if they were minus one and a half. I think it, you know, I mean, it, it's just a different, it's a different scenario. Yeah, you know, I mean, at Tampa Bay and that Packers, it's it's debatable. That's. Probably the only thing that I would say is really steering me toward. Tampa I think Bay. it matters as much that it's in Tampa Bay as much as it, it would matter if it was in Green Bay. That right. is true. That you is know? true. I don't think it has that much of an effect on the Packers as it would the Buccaneers. Anyway, but the, anyway, I got Packers plus one and a half. I don't mind um, forty-one and a half for the total. I wouldn't mind an under here, but you just never know if the offense is going to click. If they start clicking, mm-hmm. we're in big trouble. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I think I might just stay away from the total and, and go Packers plus one and a half. All right, Monday night game. Monday hey, night really game. quick. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, really quick. My bad, my bad. Sorry. So, many of you out there are probably wondering what this picture behind me is. Just, just say. That is Crown Hill Cemetery. Do you know where it's located? Indianapolis. You know who's in that graveyard right now? The Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. Okay, that's going to be my best bet of the week. Early. Kansas City Chiefs, spread. Hammer it. Because this is where the Colts are right now. In Crown Hill Cemetery in Indianapolis. Because they are six feet under. 
That's yes. Too nice in the graveyard to put them in. That's all. It's a nice graveyard for him. It's a nice graveyard. All right. Monday night game. The all we've been waiting for Monday night games just like this all year. All right. Cowboys at Giants. <laughs> Dang it. Giants minus two and a half. Over under is 39 and a half. Somebody take this away because this sucks, man. I mean, this stinks. Let's just move on. Let's just no, no we gotta on. talk about the primetime game. Giants minus two and a half. Saquon's gonna have the game of his life. Let's go. Move on. I'm gonna I'm disagreeing with Pimp. I'm going Cowboys plus two and a half. I this this Giants team is not gonna keep this up. Let's just be real. I mean, I like their whoever the I forget who's their head coach is. He's a good dude. He's gonna be all right. It's just I don't think that I, I don't know. I'm trusting this. Cooper Rush looked good last week. Let's just be honest. He managed the ball, and that's what that Dallas team has to do. You have to manage the ball. That defense is good enough. Micah Parsons, uh, that, uh, you know, if Zeke can run the ball, Tony Pollard is a stud, and CD looked like he had a better connection with Cooper Rush than he did with Dak week one. Let's just be honest. So I'm going to – I think I'm going to take Dallas plus two and a half. I, the, this game is sh- terrible, but I hate – this game, but Dallas plus two and a half. Against my better judgment, I'm also taking Dallas plus two and a half. Christian McCaffrey put up some good numbers, and frankly, he could have had a field day with the Giants defense last week. And they just don't have the personnel right now to stop good running backs. Ezekiel Elliott's not a great running back. He's still fine. Tony Pollard is one of the most efficient running backs in the league. If they give him the volume he deserves, then he could have a field day with this team. And Daniel Jones, God bless him. I, I kind of feel bad for him because we always knock on them. But I don't know if he's going to be ready for this this big of a stage. And uh, a lot of pressure on them. They're 2-0, and and now they've – I mean, let's be honest. Who watched the Giants games the first two weeks? We watched the highlights. But who outside of a Giants fan is watching their games? Nobody. Everybody's going to be watching this game. It's Monday Night Football against your big rival, and it's the Dallas Cowboys, who everyone hates. And this is a great – I'm actually looking forward to this game. I, I really am. I'm taking the Cowboys plus two and a half. Um, not going to pick a side because it's just – it's just you, – you. there's so much unpredictability in it. And I understand this gambling, but there's so much unpredictability in is Daniel Jones going to be like okay quarterback or is he going to be the absolutely worst player ever? Or is Cooper Rush going to keep, you know what I mean? It's just so many questions in the game, but you know what? We're going over. All right. 39 and a half. Um, I, I like these low numbers. Get them over. All right. Because it's, they're giving me these low numbers. You know, the Steelers Browns is 38 and a half. This one's 39 and a half. I think they're both going over. Um, especially this game. I think this game could go way over. Uh, the Steelers Browns one, maybe not so much, but hey, here's here's the here's the headline for this game. Okay, I just came up with this. All right. Who's gonna be the Allen Iverson of this game? What's Allen Iverson's nickname? The answer, okay? Because there's a bunch of question marks out there. Okay. Cooper Rush, question mark, Saquon Barkley, question mark, Daniel Jones, question mark, Ezekiel Elliott, question mark. The entire organization for the Dallas Cowboys, question mark. The hey, entire organization put, for New York Giants, question mark. Okay? Don't put, Who's going to be the Tony Allen Iverson? Who's going to be the answer? 
Oh, don't Tony put, Pollard. I'll give you. Don't put Pollard. Tony Pollard in the question mark. And, Michael, says, Michael, and uh, Michael Parsons. I'll take him out too. Yeah. But that's gonna be that's gonna be the headline. Who's gonna answer? Who's gonna answer? There you go. All right, guys. New segment. New segment in the show. Want to point this out? This is a new segment. One more time. This is a new segment. All right. And so what it's going to be called is going to be called Fast Stacks. F A S T Stacks. All right. We're going to rip through these games. All right. So I'm going to say the line. We're going to give our leans. Then we're going to be done. All right. You want to say something? You can say something, but we're not going to spend a lot of time on each game. Not going to spend a lot of time on it. All right. First game Ravens. Minus three at Patriots, 43 and a half. I'm going to go Ravens minus three. I got Ravens minus three. Ravens minus three. Have you not? Patriots don't look very good. Nope. That's Ravens from minus Patriots. three. That's from That's Patriots. Not good. That's not good. Not good for the program. All right. Saints minus three against the Panthers. Um, 40 and a half is the total. I'm going to go Saints minus three on this one as well. Saints minus three. The Panthers are going to get it done. They need to get it done here. Stop making me look bad, Baker. I don't even like you. Minus three. All right. Chiefs at Colts, 40, 49 and a half. Chiefs minus six and a half. Um, I got Chiefs minus six and a half here. Minus six and a half. Yeah, the Colts have lost me so much money. I mean, you got to roll the Chiefs. They look great right now. Uh, bad for the program. Minus six and a half. Bad for the program. Eagles at Commanders, 47 is the total. I'm going to go Eagles minus seven against the Commanders. They're going to steamroll. Minus them. six and a half now. It six did change to six and a half. Love it even I'm, better. I, I love that. Hey, it changed to six and a half. Changed my mind. I would have took Commanders plus seven. I'm taking Eagles minus uh, six and a half on this. Love it. Minus six and a half going three and oh. Philly's going to be rocking. Staying away from the spread. I missed this bet by a half a reception yesterday. I'm going to hit it again. A.J. Brown, over five and a half receptions. Let's get it done. Let's get it to your horse. He had 11 in the first week. Let's get it back. Let's get him the ball again. All right. Another game. All right. Okay. That's fine. I don't have yep. an answer. Oh, I thought – I thought. all right, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. I thought we were just doing spreads and stuff. Well, I – It's your best bet of the I made game. my rule. Well, okay. I guess Eagles minus six and a half. All right, there you go. Bengals minus four and a half at Jets. Total is 45. Bengals have got to get this done. They cannot go 0-3. Bengals minus four and a half. Tamar Chase has a day. Joe Burrows has a day to remind them they ain't going nowhere. This this is the game that if if the Cincinnati Bengals do not cover, I might not bet on them until week 12. Let's just be honest. I got Bengals minus four and a half. Yeah, if you're Cincinnati, you've got to find your niche this week, I think. You know, the pressure's on them, but it's a must-win. I think they pull it out, win by at least seven. Yes, I agree, minus four and a half. I really like the over in this game. Joe Flacco has been throwing the rock. True. So there you go. All right, there you go. All right, let's go uh, Raiders, minus two and a half, at Titans, 45 and a half. I'm going to stay away from the total. I'm going to stay away from the spread, excuse me. I'm going to go the total. I'm going to go over. I don't like this game one bit. Raiders don't have a very great defense. I'm taking the Raiders minus two and a half, though, because the Tennessee team ain't it. No. Are the Titans 0-2? Correct. Yeah, so you've got two teams that made the playoffs last year, and uh, really there's no excuse for them not to make the playoffs again. So must win for both these teams. I'm staying away from them. Uh, minus two and a half, Raiders. 
There you go. Jags at Chargers. Chargers minus seven. Total is 47 and a half. Give me Jags plus seven and the over. Ooh. I don't like this number at all because I think the Chargers win by seven. I think they're dead on on this. Um, I got to take my Chargers minus seven. They've hit the spread every week so far, 2-0 against the spread. So I got Chargers minus seven. I'll take the Chargers because I'm still riding it out on my anti-Jaguars slander. So Chargers minus seven. Minus seven Chargers. Jags plus seven fifty win the division. I hope it hits just like a rub. Hey, I, I, I hit that too as well, Tyler. Right. So we're both on that together. There you go. Um, Falcons, Seahawks. Seahawks minus two and a half. Uh, 49 is a total. Give me Falcons plus two and a half. They're two and oh covering against the spread. Back to hey, plus one and a half now. Plus one and a half. Better. They might win outright against this team. Um, I'm, so I, I got Falcons plus one and a half. It's at Seattle, best 12th man in the, all the league besides maybe Lambo. I'm taking Seahawks minus one and a half. Um, where has Kyle Pitts been the first two weeks? Why? Why are they not getting him the ball? I mean, there's a lot of people pretty frustrated with his, uh, you know, production or lack thereof. I think they write the shit this week. They get him the ball. He's due for a big week. Let me get Falcons money line. Love it. Seahawks money line. Love it. All right, guys. 49ers minus one and a half at the Broncos. 45 is the total. You will not see me betting on Nathaniel Hackett ever. All right. You're not going to see it. 49ers minus one and a half. There's too many mistakes on this Broncos team. There's two. There's they are just dysfunctional on offense. Defense are okay. They are dysfunctional on offense. You cannot do that, especially against this 49ers team. You cannot make that many mistakes. 49ers minus one and a half. I agree with Tyler to a certain extent that I'm taking the Broncos plus 106. At on the money line, just due to the fact that I'm trusting Russell Wilson to figure this team out, he's got to. He's got a dumb coach, don't even matter. Yeah, I I just trust Russell Wilson way too much right now. I think this line, I think Vegas wants you to take the Broncos, and I'm taking the 49ers. They're not very flashy, but Jimmy G is a very solid quarterback. In what world are right. we looking at a quarterback that's 33 and 14? and saying he doesn't deserve a starting spot over a guy who's a second year. We don't know much about him. Look, Trey Lance, God bless you. I hope you get um, – you know, I hope you have a full recovery, and I hope you go somewhere else and become a starter or you stay here and become a starter wherever. But Jimmy G is that guy. I love the 49ers. Sorry for going over 15 seconds. No, you're good. The better of the two quarterbacks is uh, being the quarterback for the 49ers today uh, – or not today, this week. Uh, I'm taking minus one and a half 49ers. Uh, they're not looking bad. Jimmy Garoppolo is the better of the two, Trey Lance and him. All right. Good, good start. Good first week. To the best facts. Good first week. We're going to slow it down now. Give it, give us the best bets of the week. Best bet of the week. <sighs> I, I'm, I got, I got this. It's, uh, and I hate this because it's going to really tick me off. That's what was that? A little alternate line for you, Charger? No, 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 no. Listen, there's no more alternate lines on best bets. <laughs> That's the number one rule for Garrett. Because I've bet I bet the money line one time last week, didn't hit. Bet the alternate spread, it didn't hit. 
listen, Garrett's technically I'm two and two because I hit both of them. Both weeks have been spread, but we're learning from best bets here. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus four and a half. If they lose this Jets team, by if they lose this Jets team or even make it that close, that I mean, this team is in dire need of a win. The Jets are coming off a high off last week. I think they're going to be a little bit of a lull this week. So there's my play of the week. I love that bet. I'll be hitting that bet. But my favorite one is one we just talked about. It's the 49ers minus one and a half. This is a big game. You've got a lot of production on this San Francisco team that not a whole lot of people are talking about. You know, you watch NFL Live or one of those mainstream shows, they're just not going to talk about the 49ers much because they're not they're not a sexy team. But Jeff Wilson had a great day in the backfield last week. You still got Debo running the ball in the backfield. You've got a decent receiving core. I'd like to see Brandon Ayuk get a few more touches. Uh, but overall, love this team and I love this line. I'm going Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half. Graveyard. Graveyard for the Colts. Fair enough. All right. What was it, six and a half? Yeah. All right. I love our second the Eagles. No, not taking the Eagles. I think the Ravens minus three. I mean, what in the world is yeah. this telling you? I mean, minus three against the Patriots. I mean, they barely could beat the Steelers. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's Ravens minus three all day. I'm one and one in my best bets. Lost last week, bet the Bears, shouldn't have done that. First week, Lions covered, one and one. Um, not bad. So, uh, what, what, what was my best bets? I forgot. Your best bets last week was Rams and then uh, Rams minus 10 and a half. Let me find this other one here. Sorry. So, while you're looking for that, I put each of our best bets into FanDuel and made a parlay out of it. It's at plus 1,200. Love that. That's Hit great it. value. Hit you it. Put, you put five bucks in, you win 60. All right, so your first one was uh, Broncos my six and a half the first week. Dear God. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, two. About that. don't get Pimp. me fired up right now about that. Me, Good night. Me and Pimp are 0-2. That just means we're due for a bounce back. Let's just be honest. I, I'm 0-2. You're 0-2. I'm 1-1. Listen, we're – Jacob. One and seven for the system. Wait, what? Jacob's one and one. He bet the Texans plus nine and a half against the Broncos. No, he's he's two and oh. Jacob's two and oh. Hey, Jacob's seeing the board. He's seeing the board. He had Chiefs and Texans. What are we talking about here? All right, guys. Anything else on the NFL? Any storylines you want to hand on for the NFL? Go Chargers. See, you just had to ruin the whole show with that, huh? All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time talking college football, talking who is the best 10 teams in college football right now. Right now, is Georgia better than Alabama? You guys will find out. Also, bet responsibly.